Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to Life Reborn Podcast with your host, Jacqueline Page. It is an honor to share this space with you where I use this podcast as a space to share about my journey of returning back to myself, of truly feeling reborn, and just how I've been deconditioning everything that has been programmed throughout the years to unpeel the layers and find my authentic self and live in a life with intention and live in a life that has meaning and purpose. So thank you for tuning back today for the second episode. I'm going to be talking about tapping into my intuition and returning to myself. I do want to say um, just a quick side note that I have a napping baby and two dogs outside. So if there are some random noises in the background that cannot be edited out, I apologize in advance. Um, I find any spare moment that I can to let my ideas flow. And I was called to record this meditation right now. I mean, sorry, this podcast right now. And so here it goes. Um, I did want to give a little giveaway for all of those who decide that they love this podcast and rate and review um, this on iTunes. I will be giving away one free distant energy healing. Um, this is a great offer. I'm feeling, um, I'm feeling the love of this Taurus season, which is my birthday season. And I felt called to, um, to share this. So if you decide to write and review this podcast on iTunes, screenshot it and send it over to life reborn at jacquelinepage.com. I'll also leave that in the show notes so you can know where to send that to. And I will be giving this away probably around Mother's Day, feeling that love. It's also my birthday around that time. So that's when I will announce the winner for the Distant Energy Healing Giveaway. So talking about Taurus season and my birthday season, it's been intense. I don't know if you've noticed the energy of Taurus. I've really started to recently get into learning more about astrology and what the different energies mean and how the planets can really affect us. Um, even just the moon cycles, we are a body mostly comprised of water and the pull of these planets around the solar system has a pull on our body and our energy um, because everything is energy and we are affected so much by it. And when we are aware and aware of what's going on, we can kind of tune into ourselves and figure out how it's affecting us and come up with a game plan, maybe knowing that a certain season brings more confrontation and maybe just a, realizing that in your relationships, like, man, why are we so on edge together recently? And maybe recognizing that and giving some grace and compassion during those times. But with the Taurus season, at least what I've noticed personally, just intuitively, is it's this season to make shit happen, to be honest. I feel like Taurus is the bull, headstrong, stubborn, and really kind of working through some stuff. And just noticing this energy of the season really helps me understand myself a little bit better being a Taurus. My sun sign is Taurus. And 
I guess I never really noticed how intense my energy can be as a person. And I've noticed that people either really love me or really, I mean, I wouldn't say hate me, but have a strong dislike in their mouth for me. And to be honest, I've really not given a shit sometimes. Um, at least recently, I've really learned to not give a shit. I used to be more of a people pleaser and let that affect me more, but I've learned to let that go. But yeah, part of this season is really understanding myself more. And even in the whole journey of tapping into my intuition and returning to myself, I've really dug deep in my shadows and really unblocking certain stuff. And I've also been doing, um, to be a magnetics, Lacey Phillips, uh, her monthly program where she has different, uh, programs that help you work through manifestation and shadow work and reparenting certain things and calling in money and career. And part of that program also is getting some feedback from some outside family or friends on, um, things that I could work on. And I, one, it's hard for me to hear feedback sometimes. Whenever I hear something that is going to take a hit at my ego, I get very defensive and put up this block and I get really combative and I get very reactive and don't take that very well. So when this part of the exercise came up, I really had to prepare myself emotionally to hear that kind of feedback, but then just offering that space to let myself grow as a person and really just honoring what someone has to say about me. And so I asked the feedback of one of my brothers and he said, you know, I've never taken offense to this. I don't know. Maybe he has. And he was just saying that, but he was saying that, um, I research a lot and that's something that's very natural to me. Like as soon as I like hear about something that piques my interest, like I go dive deep and I research and I learn and I love, I love learning. I love expanding my mind in that way. And I do eat a plant-based, uh, diet, um, mostly organic. I tried to eat all organic when I can and just really take care of myself. And I, I see the importance of that in doing certain things. And he's like, and, and you know, in that, you know, it's better for you, but sometimes you come off a little harsh with other people that may not be where you're at. And it can just be a little intense and maybe just discouraging. So that was definitely eye-opening for me to realize that my husband has always kind of told me how intense I am, but I guess I'm starting to really realize how much my personality can be. And so I guess I'm just taking a moment to be grateful for my family and friends that are in my life that do um, basically put up with my shit all the time, uh, especially my husband. I, to the outside world, I am this easygoing, loving person that just gives and gives and when it comes down to the intimate moments with my husband and I, I can really be kind of awful and I've gotten way better, but I used to just blow up. But I also feel like this was because I wasn't living in my design and living authentically. And part of being a Taurus and I, in human design, I'm also a manifester. Um, part of 
part of that is blowing up and reacting and releasing this energy in unhealthy ways when I'm living more in alignment, more intention, more connected to my intuition, meditating, I'm able to have more control over that and know how to expel my energy in healthy ways. But yeah, with that being said, um, you know, coming back to your intuition or just coming or returning to yourself, part of that is really diving deep in being true to yourself of what needs to be worked on. And I've done a lot of that work. My husband can be a testament to that of how much money I spend on myself, working on myself. And that also used to be something I didn't do in the past. I was such a penny pincher and hoarded money and I would hide it in different spots. And I think part of this was also because I learned this from my mom. She would hide money and then randomly like find it. I mean, to the point where sometimes we were worried that she had hidden money some places and we probably never found it and, and gave her clothes away with maybe $500 stashed away somewhere. And I kind of picked up this habit of hoarding my money and never spending money on myself and like really penny pinching. And whenever we transitioned to all organic, my husband saw the the financial flux that that made in our grocery bill. And over time, after some coaxing, coaxing, he, you know, came to realize the importance of eating organic. He doesn't eat a plant-based diet, but understanding the importance of like the food we put in our bodies. But with that being said, it, it was about making that change of allowing that money, that energy to flow to our food, to come back and money is also energy. And so when I would hoard my money, it was almost like I was hoarding my energy and not truly allowing myself to flow fluidly like it, I needed to. And I wouldn't spend money on myself. I always like prized myself like, I don't get my nails done. I hardly get my hair done. I don't spend money on these extravagant purses or shoes. And then I stopped and realized, but why? Why not? Why not give myself those indulgences? Why not spoil myself? Why not give myself that love and energy that I deserve? And so I had first enrolled into Ashley Wood's Rise course, which is actually, um, she's kind of tweaked it a little bit, I believe. I, I haven't enrolled in her new course, but it's a return to yourself, which totally speaks to like what her Rise program helped me start to do because it's, it's a never ending journey. Once you start, it's like this, well, for me, it was like this rabbit hole of like searching and meditating and learning about all these different things and spirituality and, and diving deep. And, um, so I purchased her program and then I purchased, uh, to Lacey Phillips to be magnetic, her monthly pathway program, which I can put all this in the show notes if you're interested in it. But it's a really awesome deal where she has a monthly membership instead of buying all of the courses a la carte. So when you pay for the monthly membership, when you add up the year, it's cheaper than one of her formula and magnetism workshops. So I truly couldn't see any other way besides doing it in the monthly in the monthly program and you're, you have access to anything new that she publishes and it's truly been transformational work. It's really helped me dive into the shadows that have been programmed over the years and helping me peel back those onion layers to find myself again because I lived 
probably 25 years of my life not knowing myself and not knowing what I wanted in life. And I mean, to the simple things of choosing a meal at a restaurant or even backtrack it, choosing a restaurant to go to, I would literally be dumbfounded by like, I don't know what I want to eat. I don't know where I want to go out to eat. And I couldn't even tap into my desires on such a surface level like that. So you can imagine when I would try to tap into what I wanted in, in other areas of my life, my career, and in, in being a mother, and parenting. I, if I can't tap into what I want to eat, how am I supposed to tap into being a parent on what my child needs? And so when I had William and, you know, face this postpartum stage, it hit me in the face like a ton of bricks. I could not hide anymore. I could not hide from this mask that I, I, that I lived with this, this false life that I had piled on. So I had to face it head on. I had to face this false life that I have lived since I was five years old, because in doing these, um, these programs, I noticed that yes, that incident with my teacher in fourth grade that I mentioned in the last episode was pretty pivotal for me. It went back to in the, it went back to when I was five years old in the meditations, they call it, um, daily imaginings. It asks you to remember a time when you were truly authentic yourself. And as sad as it is, I could not think of a memory until I was four years old, when I was in preschool. The last time that I was truly almost 100% myself was when I was four years old in preschool. How sad is that? Because my pivotal moment, which really has stemmed so much of my lack of self-worth and my unworthiness and not believing in myself and not thinking I'm good enough was when I had to do hooked on phonics at home when my teacher told my parents that I could not read and I was not catching up to the other kids in class. I was not performing to this quote on what quote perfectionist system of a public education that we have. So I was basically told I was not good enough. So I had to go home and practice reading. And that moment of like being at my house in my, like, I remember it in my old house behind the couches, there was like this little open area before you went outside and I was having to practice. And I remember feeling such shame that I couldn't read and feeling just really bad about myself. And in that moment, not seeing myself worthy of anything, not seeing any strengths or talents or gifts that I brought to this world. And so from then on, it continued because my entire education career was based on that, but just snowballed further and worse. And so it just continued on. And I don't know, throughout my life, it snowballed into this mask of life of feeling unworthy and finding defense mechanisms that I projected out to make it seem like I had my shit together. Because if you knew me, it seemed like I had my shit together. But it was all such a front. It was 
it was a mask that I was living. And part of my journey is confronting all of that. Part of my journey is going back and reprogramming that memory, reprogramming certain incidents, instances in my life where I kept perpetuating the cycle of unworthiness and finding myself worthy enough to spend money on myself, to invest in these programs, to invest in myself, to invest this energy, to bring beautiful energy to flow back into me. And so, no, it has not been easy to face these shadows. No, it has not been easy to process these emotions because my whole life, I lived in this masculine energy where, which I think was another front that I put up of being so work oriented and disciplined and brought my 110% energy into my job and was just so structured and rigid and didn't have hardly any feminine energy flowing through my body and hid my emotions. I would put up a wall and not process my emotions. And so years and years and years of building this wall up, it had to collapse at some time. I had to hit rock bottom at some time and becoming a mother and allowing myself to embrace my femininity and embrace this feminine energy. I had to confront all of this. It hit me hard. I, I've never felt that way before. And I know I already explained that in the last episode, but it truly was one of the hardest times that I went through. I mean, even like losing my mom, I, maybe it's because I never even processed that fully that this, because even now I feel that being a mother, I've truly grieved her absence and her needing her love even more now. So maybe it was that I hadn't processed her her death or in her passing and all of it came crashing down when I had William. Um and I faced all of that and I've been facing all of that. It's not, it's not just a one-time fix. I can tell you that right now. I, I do this daily or I try to do it daily. Um, and it, it's just like working out your brain is a muscle. And, you know, when you go to the gym and let's say you're, you're consistent, you're going five days a week and targeting certain muscle groups and have this plan and you're eating well and you're resting and you're seeing the results. You're seeing your body transform the way you want. It's the same thing with your brain and your muscle and your intuition. When you take care of yourself, when you clear this vessel out and, and eat foods that are going to feed and nourish you and fight disease, you know, everything we eat, it either feeds or it fights disease and you rest as much as you can when you're a parent with an infant or I mean he's a toddler now but still having some sleeping issues um, even at 14 months but so I get as much rest as I can and when I've hit that breaking point I, I ask for help I'm not ashamed to ask for help anymore and I see nothing wrong with it but putting myself and my needs first but when you get rest and you eat well and you meditate, you know, hopefully if you can, five minutes a day and you pray and you connect, it's this beautiful magic that opens up that your mind is capable of. All of those intense outbursts that I shared that I would have, 
I've been able to control those and I've been able to control when I get defensive or at least recognize it. And in that moment saying, I'm recognizing that I'm getting heated. I'm getting very defensive and nothing that I say after this moment is going to be purposeful and meaningful to better our conversation. And I ask for a time out, like for a break, I need to go cool off before I can really have a meaningful conversation with you about this. And it's been challenging. It's not an easy change. That's That has not been an easy pattern and habit for me to develop because my husband's a Leo and we are type A, headstrong, stubborn people. And I truly think that my soul chose him to marry so that I could have someone call me on my shit and not back down because that's what I need. And we have both grown so much as people because we're both so stubborn and headstrong. And sometimes that's really fucking hard. And sometimes, no, it's always hard. I'm not going to lie. It's always hard. Being married is a hard thing, but it's worth it because we love each other unconditionally, or at least I've noticed that, that no matter what faults I have, he loves me unconditionally. So side note, Jeremy, if you're listening to this, thank you for your love and support and putting up with me through all my bullshit and putting up with me and a side of me that no one else in this world has seen, but you, I love you. And thank you just for your unconditional love and support. I'm internally grateful. But coming back to intuition, so when you continue to practice that, then you you develop your intuition. You hear these messages. You hear these like these messages that God is giving to you, and He's orchestrating in the universe to send to you. And you know, some people say, I mean, I'll go into this backstory and probably in another episode. But I grew up Catholic, and then I was. I kind of found Christianity and obviously now I've opened up to spirituality and like what that means for me, but I truly still believe in God and I believe that God is everywhere and God is in each and every one of us and God is love and love is everywhere. So when you see that God is everywhere and in the universe and in such beautifully flowing through each one of us and so if I refer to as the universe giving me signs I truly mean God is giving me signs God's the one making that universe change and happen to connect to me or speaking to me through my guardian angels or maybe even past loved ones you know it's all God at the end of the day that's all what it comes back down to so when people tell me oh I can't meditate I can't turn my mind off Well, one, are you meant to turn your mind off? What is it that keeps popping up that is like deflecting you from being able to meditate? Is it something that you truly are needing to process and you're not working through? And that's why it keeps coming up because your mind and your body and your soul and God's like, um, hey, you need to work through this shit. Or is it just like prefrontal cortex thinking of like grocery list and I need to get this done and I'm going to cook this for dinner. Those are the kinds of things that we need to work on having control over to be able to get into deeper meditations. But I think that's one thing you have to look at. Why is it that you're not wanting to meditate? Or like, what is it that you're subconsciously bringing up and not working through to get you to those meditations? And like I was mentioning with 
working out, working your brain as a muscle is hard work, just like getting the results you want in your body is hard work. So you can't say, oh, I tried, it didn't work out for me. I mean, I can like lift a five pound weight for once and maybe eat a carrot and be like, oh, I tried, but it's not how it works. So when you truly want this change in your life, you got to put in the work. And I don't know, maybe you're someone that's needing to hear this, this tough love, but if meditation's not working, it's because you're not putting in the effort to it. I mean, I'm just saying, because nothing in this life is easy. Let's be real. And if you want that change and you want this change that you're, you're hearing in my story or you're seeing in my Instagram feeds, you got to put in the work. And I, I had a good friend call me this past week and it was really something that I was needing to hear. And she was saying how at first she wasn't finding the time to listen to the meditations and like not putting herself first. And then she's really been working on that and, you know, setting boundaries at work and for herself and, you know, seeing the patterns that she needs to, to put herself first. And part of that was listening to the meditations And she was telling me the transformation that it's made in her life. I was so proud of her because yes, you're putting yourself first. Look, you're wanting that change for your life and it's happening. And as soon as you make that decision and take those action steps, God sees that. And when he sees you love yourself enough to put yourself and your needs first, beautiful things flow through your life. It is just it's so magical how it can happen. And I'm telling you, not every day is easy for me. Like I still have nights where William's, you know, sleep pattern is just awful and waking up every 45 minutes for weeks in a row. I mean, that's where I have a breaking point and I have to be very diligent on my self-care and ask for help and do more self-care remedies, like going to yoga, getting that movement in my body. And I'm not talking about like intense power yoga. I'm talking like the most gentle yoga you can find because that's all my body can handle. Or going for a walk or getting outside more or letting those dishes slip or not doing the laundry that day. I have to let those things go for my self-care. And asking for help, I called my mother-in-law and I was like, I really need your help. Can you please come help? And sleep in the bedroom and let me sleep in the guest bedroom and let me just reset at least so I can continue on these sleepless nights. And I'm internally grateful for her as well. I think that my soul not only wanted a Jeremy in my life, but I my soul knew that I needed Jeremy's mom to be this mother in my life that I'm I so needed and I'm so grateful for her and the support system that I have. Like I was saying, it takes you to feel worthy enough to put yourself first and it takes you to be strong enough to confront things that you're needing to to get into this meditation to get into your intuition to connect to your divine higher self to connect to god and allow these messages that are meant for you in your life and your life's path to flow through you and when you just surrender and let yourself do that beautiful things happen because A year ago today, I can tell you I was in the darkest moment of my life ever. And (laughs) a year has come and gone. And I can literally tell you that I was at the breakfast table with William and we listened to Alexa. We love listening to music. Um, That's how I 
process life and digest life is listening to music. And I literally got up and started dancing and tears were streaming down my face of such gratitude of the life that I have, of living a life, feeling happy and content and grateful and not living a life of flowing through the motions and loving days waste away and I looked at this beautiful baby boy in front of me and was so grateful that this is the life that we have that I'm so grateful that I work diligently and Jeremy and I work diligently for me to for us to save for me to stay at home and I'm grateful for this is where my path is right now and you know sometimes we question me continuing to stay home and in my heart I know that's what I want but you know, working what's best for our family, but just in the moment, I'm not going to let the future cloud how I feel in that moment for feeling really grateful and appreciating having that breakfast together, listening to music, letting the sunshine flow in through the windows of like just utter gratefulness. It was beautiful. And I could tell you a year ago, that's not where I was. I can tell you I don't know, even eight months ago, that's not where I was. Maybe even six months ago, like it takes time to transform and it takes hard work. And with that being said, I'm feeling this love of the tourist season because man, oh man, I don't know. I'm feeling the love. I want to give anyone who's listening to this, my free meditation basics package where it gives you an audio clip of um, how to just find your meditation rhythm, finding a routine for you, talking you through different like modalities of what works best for you, because going for a walk can be meditative. Um, going fishing can be meditative. Going golfing by yourself can be meditative. So in that is that recording. And then it has a three minute, a five minute, a seven minute, and a 10 minute meditation that kind of just builds you up gradually because some people are like I can't sit for 20 minutes and go through my body parts and let myself relax and I'm like well that's probably a hard way to start if you've never meditated before let's work on maybe three minutes and seeing how you do and then working yourself up so if you're listening to this and you want to get a kickstart on your meditation journey and your healing journey let's do this I'm going to enter the code meditation basics and you can have that for free, for free, no strings attached. It is for free. I want to send you this love. I want you to feel how I feel. I want you to work on bettering yourself. So with that, I'm going to help you. It is for free. And who knows, maybe on the next episode, I'll give something else free away. Let's just see how this love of the Taurus season is, is going. So I want to... I want to give that out for free. You deserve to start loving yourself. You deserve to start healing yourself. You deserve this. And I'm giving this love out to you. And I hope you receive it and you're open to it. And I hope that you enjoy that meditation's basics. So I will add that in the show notes. I will add the link to that meditation package. And I will put the code meditation basics for free. Um, so please take advantage of that. So kind of shifting a little bit about talking about how to tap into your intuition. So just like everything that I've been mentioning, it's obviously takes practice and takes work. And, um, but 
one thing that I've noticed is just when I'm trying to tap into my intuition and like even just the simplest things of figuring out what I truly want to eat for the day or I don't know, like little decisions here and there, I'll have this like subtle little message that comes to me that says to do something. And that first little very subtle like voice in my head or message that I receive is your intuition, is my intuition. And then I'll have the ego come and be combative to that and be like, oh, no, wait, uh, for instance, or my laziness kicking in. Uh, a couple weekends ago, there was a garage sale and I actually already recorded an episode because I just felt called to share my experience about this. So I go into more detail at another time. I don't know when I'm going to release that episode, but I will eventually. I got this message to go to the garage sale and it was pouring, not pouring. It was rainy and gloomy and I had just been tired and I just truly didn't want to go. And so my ego was like, nah, you don't need to go. But something kept calling me to go to this garage sale. And so I did. And um, I share my experience of why that was important. But it just goes back to doubting yourself and your ego coming and clouding that intuition. Something as simple as I had a cup in front of Jeremy with like a sippy cup with a lid on it. And I noticed that it was kind of like coming off on the side or like about to come off. And my little intuition was like, hey, either fix that or move that. And I didn't listen. I turned around and did something first before I did that. And he knocked it down and like water went everywhere. And I was like, damn it. I should have listened to myself. Just even those are such minuscule examples. But it's little things like that over and over that as you keep practicing listening to it, you strengthen that muscle. And then when you get bigger ideas and bigger messages and bigger downloads, then those are the things that you help work up towards. I mean, because releasing this podcast and launching my meditation and energy healing business was all listening to myself. The ideas that I get, I never thought about hosting a podcast never in a million years would I would I have thought that people wanted to listen to my story or starting my own business like what is that never ever did I think that that would be happening but I started to trust that muscle and I started to trust myself and it's little things like that that can help you tap into your intuition or even like when you are getting into a deeper meditative state asking yourself certain questions that you're wanting answers to and just noticing what you hear. Hmm, maybe I can create a meditation that helps you with that. So just got the idea that maybe that's a meditation that I can, like a general one that helps you get clarity. Oh, clarity meditation. There we go. That helps you get clarity on, on answers that you're wanting. When I release that, I'll let you know. I just wanted to quickly interject and state that I already recorded the clarity meditation. I hopped on my phone and followed my intuition and recorded the meditation and allowed it to flow through me. And it is a really great one. If you happened to see my Monday meditations, you saw that I posted it for free all day on Monday. So if you don't want to miss out on free things that I give or my Monday meditations, go to uh, Jacqueline page 513 on Instagram and follow me. Every other Monday, I post free YouTube videos that are 
brief synopsis of my regular meditations and then every other Monday I post one that you can purchase on my website. And this past Monday, I had it for free. Um, I also wanted to let you know that I share these this energy and these meditations online. So if you're not able to go to the studio or if you don't live in the San Antonio area, the second Wednesday of the month, I host online energy healing meditations. So this next one will be May 8th. So make sure you tune into that. And then the last Sunday of the month, if you live in the San Antonio area, I host uh, energy healing meditations at Mel Marie Yoga. And I also incorporate the crystal sound bowls. So it's a really yummy um, meditation relaxation session. So I will leave all of this in the show notes. So if you want to check all of that out, head to the show notes or to JacquelinePage.com to get all of this information. Um, yeah, so... I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I hope that you've enjoyed um, my two cents on meditation, returning to yourself and, um, you know, believing that you're worthy enough to put yourself first and to start working on yourself. And I hope you take advantage of that free meditation that I'm giving, meditation package that I'm giving out to you. Enter the code Meditation Basics into the coupon code and you can get that for free. Don't forget that if you felt inspired by this episode if you like review this podcast on itunes and screenshot it and email it to lifereborn at jacquelinepage.com i will enter you into the drawing for the free distant healing giveaway i just hope you're enjoying this Taurus season as much as i am getting things done putting in that work and i'm honored to to have shared this space with you thank you for listening and i truly sent you them with the most love and light and peace that i can 